Welcome to Movie Maker Interviews. My name is Tim Malloy, and today my guest is Gregory Kallenberg, who says something in this interview I have not heard anyone else say in all of 2020. He's having a great year. He doesn't think the world is having a great year, obviously, but the Louisiana Film Prize, the film festival he founded a decade ago, is flourishing. He says the limits of a pandemic have led to a new era of creativity that could change the way people make and break into film. And Gregory's excitement in this year, of all years, should tell you how optimistic he is in general. He moved years ago from Austin to Shreveport, Louisiana to make a documentary, and as he explains, he just never left. Instead, he started the Louisiana Film Prize. In normal years, competitors for the Louisiana Film Prize shoot a short film in northwestern Louisiana and vie for a $50,000 prize. This year, because of COVID, the rules have changed. The prize is temporarily reduced to $25,000, but people can shoot anywhere in the state. And opening the competition in New Orleans, for example, has changed its flavor in very cool ways. Also in this talk, you'll get to hear Kylenberg talk about his Gen X Austin roots, including seeing Richard Linklater shooting slacker around town. And he talks about how the concept of the Louisiana Film Prize has expanded to Memphis and could keep expanding. If you like this episode and want to learn more about movie making, please visit moviemaker.com and subscribe to this podcast and maybe even leave us some stars. My friend Eric Steuer, one of my favorite people, writers, and now interviewers, has done a series of excellent interviews lately with the filmmakers behind American Murder, Clacks Action Park, and Boys State. I strongly recommend you go back and listen to him do those interviews about those phenomenal documentaries. And now, here's Gregory Kallenberg, founder and executive director of the Louisiana Film Prize, talking about the state of film festivals and filmmaking in general. To watch this year's films and perhaps plan your entry for next year, go to filmprize.com. For your entries, are you getting more from pre-pandemic or more shot in the pandemic? It, you know, it, you know, it's interesting. Um, we actually, um, we when when the pandemic hit, uh, we were cocksure that we were going to wind up with, you know, we go by like registrations, right? And so we need at least 20 registrations to come up with 20 films, right? That's how it equates, right? And so pre-pandemic, I think we had had maybe 30 registrations, maybe 28 registrations, right? And the issue is, is, is you, you want more films so that you have more choice to, again, put out the best film prize that you can um, what was astounding was that number, that 28 registration number it became something like 86 by the time it was over. Yeah. And, um, and it was, you know, again, we, we did a few things. So we, you know, usually for film prize, you have to shoot in Shreveport, Louisiana. Yeah. We allow people to shoot in the state of Louisiana. Oh, so, yeah. you know, so, so people, you know, you gotta think they're big crews down in New Orleans, right? Um, that were all quarantined. So they did some really interesting films with just very small crews and very small casts. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I, somebody asked a question the other day, if to the, you know, because we have panels and the filmmakers get to address their judges, if the judges could tell between a pre-pandemic film and a post-pandemic film, and aside from maybe some issues, because it's not like there, no one, no film is dealing with the issue in particular, right? But things like detachment, things like relationships, things like family, um, 
if you thought a level deeper, you could find the films, but not all of them were determined by the pandemic itself. So it's, you know, for our state, you know, our state is, is, a, is a, a film production state. They've actually sort of enlisted us to help them write those guidelines for reopening a safe set because the filmmakers that did film prize this year did such an astounding job keeping their sets safe. So we had no COVID cases come off our sets. Um, and, um, and then the work that they were doing was incredibly innovative and, you know, it's what independent filmmaking is, right? I mean, you know, it's, it is, it is, it is paring down sort of all the fluff and getting down to what creating the art is all about, right? It's about telling that story. And, um, you know, we were two thirds of the, of the way down the road anyway, just with what film prize is, right? I mean, film prize is all about finding that crazy creative entrepreneur that's like, holy shit, you know, $25,000 is on the table. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll make a movie. And they do. And they, they really do at a level that is, um, that's pretty astounding at the end of the day. I mean, it's, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm always impressed, always impressed. Like since year one have been impressed at what these filmmakers have, 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 have put out there as far as their art in the, the creative work, especially when you start putting it up against somebody who's like, oh, you know, this is low budget. It was only $20 million. I'm like, holy shit, what, we, what this kid did for, you know, $8,000 just beat the crap out of your $30 million movie, you know? It's, it's crazy. I don't know. It's been a good year. It's been a really good year for us. So, man, that's interesting in so many ways. First, it, do you think it has on balance been a better year just because you've seen so much innovation and seen you know, so much scrappiness and people really shining through? Um, I think that overall it has been a great year relative to what can be done within the year. Now, you know, you look at sort of the last two years, you know, production values have gone up, you know, people are spending, you know, 10, 15, $20,000 on their shorts, right? Um, you know, one of the things we had to do because of the pandemic is usually, the film prize has a $50,000 cash award, right? And so, you know, because of the, the budgets, we took it down to 25,000, um, which by the way, you know, 50,000 is the largest in the world for its largest cash prize in the world for a short narrative film. But then I found out recently that 25,000 is also, so I could have saved a lot of money. Oh, <laughs> yes. So 25,000 is, is actually the, the largest cash prize for a short film in the world. 50,000 doubles that, right? So, you know, with 50,000 on the table, you get a little more latitude in some of the things you can do production value-wise. I will tell you that given what the pandemic has given us, and even looking at the work that's being done through 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 your, um, your outlet, right? Um, the work that's being done, or that was done, that's being judged right now for PrizeFest on Film Prize is, is certainly the best work we've seen as far as innovation and creativity and storytelling no doubt wow yeah so when you said the judges couldn't tell the difference between a film made pre and post pandemic is that because you know you're not doing a lot of crowd scenes you're not doing like serious stunt work or anything anyway it's mostly people in a room talking yeah um, so you really can't tell like oh they clearly had to socially distance in that scene or no i mean you know and again you know, the, I, I think that the, oddly enough, I'm not a sports guy, 
but like in the NBA very early on gave us a really good model of the immunity bubble, like get everyone inside, get them tested, get them negative, right? And then do your thing, right? I mean, the, the you know, crew being masked, but, but the cast having to do what the cast does. I, you know, I, I think that that was part of it. I think the other part of it is that, you know, when you look at films like uh, Find Her, which is a film by Dexter Duran, everyone in that film is in his family, right? So he made a film with his family, right? So I think that, that what, what, what happened was independent filmmakers do what independent filmmakers do. They, they use the, the resources that are available to the greatest advantage, right? So again, as opposed to a studio film, it's an independent film is, is all about, you know, eradicating mostly because of the, the, um, the specter of cost all of the fluff and then using what you have. And um, I think that the one place that you could probably tell if you, if you had to sort of drill down into what the, what the, what film prize is this year is that there are a lot more personal stories being told, right? Mm -hmm. There are a lot more sort of like, you know, again, the smaller cast, but smaller cast is only a word. When you think of that small cast is just Dexter Duran, his wife and his, his daughter, doing the film Find Her, right? You know, I mean, there could be 600 people behind the camera, you know, doing craft services and all the gaffing and gripping and best boying and all those things. But the fact is, is that, you know, they took a very personal story and they put it out there. And, and, and again, I think that that's, you know, if you put that benchmark on film price, you can tell what was pre-pandemic and post-pandemic. But otherwise, it's, it's, it's hard, you know, the one thing I think that people have been saying about film presses here, including the judges, is how personal it feels, yeah. right? Um, how it really does, um, or this year, it's, it's, it's connecting with that audience in a way that I haven't seen in a long time, probably since year two or three, right? Where, you know, now, you know, on a regular year, we have 5,200 people in the streets lining up for f films, you know, laughing in a theater together. Um, you know, I think that this year, sort of that, that, that um, translation of what the pandemic did to all of us through the filmmakers and the filmmakers being able to put those, those thoughts and concepts on screen is what made, has made this like probably our most special year, no doubt. Oh my gosh. That's really incredible. I mean, you, you do hear that people are going to innovate through this and are going to be better because of it. And it sounds like that's actually happening to you. Well, I, I, I think, I think that, that again, I mean, when you look at, at where the film prize has always been, um, we've always been about evolving and transforming independent filmmaking. I mean, that's, that's what it's always been from year one, right? So, you know, back in, in the first year when it was just a bunch of, you know, crazy gypsies and pirates running around the streets, drinking tequila and dancing around fires, you know, we were kind of onto something and didn't know it, right? I mean, we, what we were doing was, we, you know, even without necessarily knowing where I was going to get the 50,000, I was giving 50,000 to a creative artist to keep doing that work. And I think that, that the, the purity of the, of, the, of, the, of the genesis of this thing has sort of led to something that when you put a pandemic around it, it still works. And, and I'm, not sure, I'm not sure I can say that about all the film festivals and all the, the you know, the, the, the film symposiums that are out there because they, there's a, there are a lot of people out there that seem to be still clinging to that old model, right? You know, they're, they're still trying to make that, that, that other thing happen that's, it's gone. I mean, you, you've said it beautifully, which is, you know, it's changed everything. This was a hard reset on the way we think, the way we do work, the way we create art, right? 
you know, the great thing about Film Prize, and it has, you know, very little to do with us and much with the momentum that it's created for itself, um, it's allowed these filmmakers to, to blossom in a time where the, 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 the constructs aren't on top of them anymore, right? You know, the industry is not there. So all of a sudden, who rises up? Well, the independent filmmaker rises up, which is super cool. The advice we keep seeing again and again is don't wait to get discovered. Don't wait to win a festival. Don't wait for somebody to pick your script out of the pile. Just find a way to make your movie yourself. And it sounds like that's more true than ever. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think you nailed it. I mean, you know, and it's funny, you know, like I said, we did these um, two days of panels and, and one of the great things that, that the pandemic has done and prize fest being online has done and, and film prize being online has done is to allow us to grow our judges pool. I mean, you know, we fly our judges in, we take care of them during prize fest, but what we've done is we've built this, this stable of, of incredibly talented intellectual thinkers about film and the future of film, right? And um, one of the courses we keep hearing over and over again, and, and you know, we had two days of, of panels and they were well attended and people were really, you know, really listening, or I should say, if they were really listening, what they should have heard was don't wait, right? Mm -hmm. This is not a time to wait. And, you know, again, you know, boasting on the film prize again, I mean, that film prize has always been around just, you know, one of our hashtags that we use, use from since year one is no excuses, mm -hmm. right? I mean, you know, I'm, I'm that idiot that went to film school, right? And I'm that idiot that, that learned how to make film, right? Well, I got to tell you that I'm in, in, in good contact with the, um, the, colleagues that I had in film school and you know um, part of my day job is doing documentary film work me and maybe four of the others are actually making films or writing wow. scripts I mean it's you know they went and they found other things to do the 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 thing that the film prize was always there to do was to get people off their asses right and to create the work they're burning to create and if after someone sees 25000 or $50,000 in cash in the middle of the table to incentivize them to do the work. If they're still not doing the work, then they shouldn't be doing the work. I yeah. mean, I mean, with all due respect to anyone who claims to be a filmmaker, you, you know, and you said it before I did, you've got to be out there making films if that's what you're burning to do. Yeah. What are some of the things that have fallen away? You talked about some of the old rules that people just aren't going to have to follow anymore. Um, what are the ones that you, what, what are some of the things that you've already seen disappearing? Well, I mean, I, you know, I, I, I think that um, what, what has gone away and, you know, again, just speaking about what you read in like Movie Maker and everywhere else, I mean, you know, that the idea of, you know, um, uh, uh, putting your pan into the river and pulling out a, you know, $400,000 gold nugget, it's, it's gone, you know, I mean, the, you know, the industry itself is in complete disarray. And even the people who are there established in the industry, they've got first dibs, right? right? So as a result, all those sort of weird opportunities that you heard about that used to happen at Sundance or used to happen at South by Southwest are gone. So with that sort of in mind, you've got to be more innovative in the way that you are going to make your film and distribute your film and what you're going to spend because what you're going to spend is something that hopefully you can get back in your bank account and do it again. So the, the idea of the industry to an independent filmmaker is gone. I mean, it's, it's the opportunity isn't, isn't there for us anymore. Right. I mean, um, 
you know, the idea of Netflix walking in this door and putting a contract on my desk is, is, is nearly impossible because right now there are 600 people out of work that they've already done things for Netflix and they're going to do it again. And they know that they're going to be good when they do it. So what we have to do as an independent filmmaking nation is sort of create our own luck at this point. I mean, make our films, get them out there, get them seen. I mean, I, I got to tell you that when you look at sort of, you know, some of the work that's being just distributed out there by Gen Z on TikTok and on YouTube, I mean, those are the beginnings of, of an independent filmmaking movement, right? I mean, it's, it's hard to kind of look at that as, you know, a 52 year old, right? You know, uh, just to out you, you're a 45 year old, right? I mean, like for us to sort of say, well, that's where it's beginning. Well, I, I got to tell you, that's where Film Prize began, right? Film Prize began with a bunch of bare-assed creative entrepreneurs making the stories they wanted to make. Right? Yeah. Well, that's, that's, what's, that's what's happening now, right? What's happening now is we've got to establish our own movement. We've got to establish our own foundation and our own way forward, I think. Well, another thing about a prize like this, I, I talked to Darian Gibson at SAG Indy, and she was saying that one of her concerns is as people go to the people they've always worked with and go back to the well of, you know, existing talent and who they know that they can count on as they try to do things really bare bones, they're going to go back to their old network and their old network is probably going to be white and pretty much going to be male. Um, and we're two white males here talking about this. So, you know, caveat, but it doesn't leave as much opportunity for new voices to come in as there might've been a year ago, even um, like that, there was a lot of talk about diversity and Oscar's so white and everything else and trying to increase diversity in the industry. And those doors may be closing because people are going back to what's familiar to them. Not that they're, you know, racist or trying to be discriminatory. They're just going to the person they know and the person they know is the person they've worked with for 20 years. Um, it seems like a prize like yours really does open doors and really does give an opportunity to everybody because there isn't sort of a pre-existing old boys network for people to um, attach themselves to. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, we have prided ourselves on age diversity, social diversity, racial diversity. I mean, you know, the, the thing about us is our doors open, right? I mean, it's a very simple concept, you know, shoot a film, you know, the, I guess the, the geography is the only sort of constraint, right? Shoot a film in Northwest Louisiana, win $50,000, you know, which, you know, I'm telling you right now, next year is going to be $50,000 again, right? So that is, you know, the only barrier to entry is how far will your car go, you know, um, you know, and are you willing to travel to a place you've never heard of in order to make a film with a bunch of the most wonderful people on the planet who will help you do whatever you're going to do to win that $50,000? How do you feel about the, I mean, do you have any sense of what's going to win? Um, you know, I got, I got to tell you, I, I am, I am such an, uh, uh, I, I love all my children kind of guy. Um, I, uh, I, you know, it's the, the joke in my office is that, is that I, 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 I don't look at any votes. I don't look at any votes. So I don't look at, at what the, the ballot, where the ballots are going. And usually, you know, if it's film prize out in the middle of the street, you get sort of a, a ebb and a flow as people, you know, the, the buzz circles are kind of like moving around the festival in real time. With it being online, I don't necessarily have much of a sense um, as I usually do. And I refuse, and you know, again, we have an accounting firm, RBM, that audits all of our returns. So we don't get to see any of the ballots. Um, but uh, I, I don't, I mean, I, I really do. I, I'm one of those people that I fall in love deeply with the people who do the work. Yeah. Um, 
you know, the, 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 the appreciation that I have, especially in a year like this, that these people got off their butts and made a film is a testament to the film prize one, but it's, it's mostly a testament to the fact that these are the people who should be leading the independent filmmaking movement into the future. So I, I don't, um, I mean, I'll tell you right now, you know, it's been interesting doing, um, you know, film prize online. I mean, uh, you know, I think we're, I mean, by the time this airs or, or if, uh, you know, when, I mean, probably right now, um, we've gone over 20,000 views of the films, right? So 20,000 views of the films. And just for context, we have one of the, uh, the programmers from one of the largest film festivals in the country in our, on our panels. And for his festival, he did 12,000 views. So 12,000 views of the films. Um, for us, we're about to go over 20, which is awesome. The, the other advantage that we have is, is, you know, usually you have to come to Shreveport, Louisiana for Prize Fest, and it's a blast. But this year we've had uh, 33 states see the films and start to vote on this thing in nine different countries. So, you know, there is also something to be said for, you know, these, the, the, the hive mind that's out there. And I, I can't wait to see what they pick. I, I always love it. I mean, just it's so exciting and it's weird. I mean, I'm sitting in a chair in an office most of the day, right? But I cannot tell you the electricity that's going through this office right now as we are watching those numbers tick up and watching the balloting come in. I mean, it's, it's, very, it's like, if, 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 it's like if, if, if democracy really worked the way it was supposed to. I mean, this is, this is a glorious time to be at the prize office, no doubt. Well, I mean, Louisiana is also one of those places that has so much character and such a specific feeling that whether you're in, you know, Uganda or Paris or Los Angeles, you have a strong sense of what, what Louisiana is. And it's yeah. sort of easier for you to have a sense of place and a sense of personality than, you know, a festival in the middle of unnamed city um, that doesn't have such a strong regional identity. Yeah, well, I mean, I, you know, I think that, that what, what this pandemic and us going online has done to the film prize is, is really allowed us to stand on our soapbox and speak very loudly. You know, I mean, we're, I've, I've heard it before. It's one of the, the, the best and worst things you usually hear during prize fest is like, I didn't know you guys were here. You know, it's like, it's, we're like the best kept, kept secret in independent filmmaking when it comes down to a filmmaker figuring out what they're going to do and how they can be rewarded for that. And, um, you know, the film prize is something, you know, we're, next year we'll be celebrating year 10 of the film prize, which is astounding. But, you know, to me, it's, it's always, if you are in the know, and again, you are a filmmaker to the core, you know, the punk rock filmmakers, man, they, they know what the film prize is. And this is that year where, you know, it's, it's, we're getting to, we're getting to run the party, which is awesome. You know, it's the playing field is level and film prize is, is close to the top. So I'm, I'm pretty excited. I just want to ask two other things. One of which I should have asked at the very top. Um, but maybe I can phrase this as a forward spun question. If somebody wants to start a festival like this or do something like what you've done, can you just walk us through how you did it? Uh, yeah, well, it's, it's almost like, you know, I have, I have parents all the time that call me and they say, uh, hey, can you, can you uh, my kid wants to go to film school. And I said, well, have him or her call me and I'll talk them out of it in 40 minutes. Um, and it's, it's um, you know, it started, it was a crazy ass idea. I mean, it was, um, 
and I can tell you about now because I, I have the benefit of hindsight, but like, you know, um, I moved here to Shreveport, Louisiana from Austin, Texas. And, um, and I'm a filmmaker. I, I moved here to do a documentary and just never left. And what I found was I found the people here were phenomenal. And you really had to have that rich of a community that's willing to pitch in and be a part of something. But, you know, what, what Shreveport wanted to do, and they brought me in to help them with, the, the Tourism Bureau did, was they wanted a film festival. They said, we want a film festival. We want to do the Shreveport International Film Festival. And I immediately told them, that's a terrible idea. And, hmm. and, and you know, the, the interesting thing is, and this is advice to your viewers, if you want to lose the friendships of all the people in the room simultaneously, tell them the idea they've been working on for two years sucks, and then they immediately like kick you out of the room. But you know what, what I wanted is I wanted something that connected with uh, the community, one. Not even think about community benefit. I mean, we do $3 million of economic development for this community every single year just through film production. But it wasn't even about that. It was about connecting with a community that I had fallen in love with. The nicest people on the planet are here in Shreveport, Louisiana. They'll help you do anything. In fact, our adage here in the office is Shreveport will not allow you to fail. That's the beautiful thing about it. And then the other thing I wanted to do was I wanted to bring my snobby filmmaking friends from Austin to come visit me you know, um, instead of me having to go down there every time I wanted to hang out with them. And so I, I would get these um, two questions every time I would pitch the film prize, right? Which is, you know, um, you know, where is Shreveport, Louisiana, right? That's the first <laughs> question, right? You know, um, and then the second one was, why the hell would I go there to do anything, right? You know, and, you know, you know, thinking with the end in mind, I mean, you know, the idea was, well, I'll tell you what, why don't you come here, do something that is the the, the least amount of work to you, right? Which is a short film, you know, for better or worse, even though short films can be just as hard as features sometimes depending on how you shoot them. Yeah. And then if you win, I will give you $50,000 cash. And I swear to God, when the, when the words came out of my mouth, I did not know where the 50,000 would ever come from. <laughs> so it was, it was one of those things where I just, it was kind of a, I'm going to show you type of thing. And, you know, I think that watching us, build that fire, right? You know, I mean, it's not a complicated idea, you know, shoot a short, win $50,000. But you have to have the right community, the right people sort of um, running it, and the right passion. I mean, I think that, that we've had plenty of people try to copy the film prize in some way, shape, or form. What is different about us than anyone else, and the reason, you know, we, I don't know if you know this, but we have a film prize in Memphis, right? Memphis is kind of the same type of place as we are. Um, there has to be a purity in the way it's approached, right? I mean, you're not getting rich off this thing. I can tell you that right now, right? You know, um, I can, when you come into Shreveport, I'll, I'll drive you around my 1999 Toyota Land Cruiser and show you exactly how rich it's made me. But the, um, but the idea is, is that it really can transform a city. And, you know, we're, we're right now looking at ways, you know, uh, we're looking at other places to expand to because, you know, one, we found the communities to connect with. Like I said, we're in, in Memphis and that's a community that really does have a pure vision and a pure drive to create an independent filmmaking community. And that's, you know, that indigenous filmmaking community that's really important. Yeah. And two, can sustain something like this. I mean, you know, when you, I mean, I, my wife doesn't like it when I do the math on how much money we've given away with the film prize, but up until, you know, year eight, we've given away $400,000 just in a prize, you know? Wow. Okay, so the other question is how, when you're starting something like this, how do you come up with the initial $50,000? I mean, is it sponsors? Is it? 
Well, well, I will tell you, um, uh, and uh, uh, you'd have to go, and I'd be happy, as, as opposed to uh, anyone in government, I'd be happy to show off my accounting statement. <laughs> Children's college funds was, was, it wasn't a smart thing to do. I mean, but, but like, you know, money. Oh, 100%. Oh yeah, my God. It was, it was, it was self-funded um, to a degree. Like, you know, again, that number has gone down significantly and, and, you know, but the, this thing was, was started, um, you know, um, I can proudly say with, you know, my wife and my kids sort of allowing, like I said, we didn't all, I, thinking through it, I'm not sure we thought through it at the time, but you know, the idea was, yeah, this thing was self-funded from the beginning and now it's something that is, is running itself. But, you know, again, I, I think that what, what I often say, cause you know, we do run into, you know, a quote unquote competitor. So, you know, we want people to do this. It's really awesome. But, but we're always, you know, we present this as, you know, you are taking on the most glorious, a monkey's paws you can take on because you know the 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 other thing that that's important um, about the film prize and the reason we have a film community in Shreveport, Louisiana right now is that we've sustained this thing right. I mean the 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 issue with film festivals and and you know um, if you're out there looking at the landscape and you're watching these 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 film festivals fall off a cliff one after the other, it really isn't thinking deeply enough about your festival construct and how the festival connects with the community and with the filmmaker itself that allows for these filmmakers to grow and be strong. And, and I got to tell you that, you know, Prize Fest, because, you know, you know, uh, it's film prize, music prize, fashion prize, food prize, and startup prize all going together right now. I mean, it's, it was born off of that one thing. And that one thing being the film prize really did create a business model that allowed us to sustain ourselves and be as strong as we are right now. And I'm sorry to take up so much time, but you keep saying interesting things. How did you spin off to Memphis and why Memphis? Um, you know, I, I so uh, it, it's interesting. I, and, you know, I, there's way, there's way too many of my business decisions that, that, that really connect with my family. I love my family. I have I've, um, a wife and I have a daughter named Daisy and a son named Tobias. Both of them are in college now. But at the time, Tobias was going to a Jewish camp in uh, Mississippi. There's a weird non sequitur there. Uh, but yeah, it was a Jewish camp. Oh, no. Camp. I've done that drive from Tupelo back to Memphis. It's like yeah. the most amazing part of the country. And if you go there, you can't do that drive and not go like, why don't we move here? Yeah, it's a great, yeah, and then, and then all of a sudden you, 15 minutes later, you, you, you come to your senses. <laughs> it's, oh, yeah. I have a job. And, you right, know. yeah, but yeah, Mississippi is, 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 a, is a pretty place, but Tobias's best friend was a kid named Sammy Blumenthal from Memphis, Tennessee, and so we would go to Memphis, I swear to God, like every other weekend, right, so I drove up there a lot, and I met a gentleman named uh, David Merrill who was trying to start an independent filmmaking group called Fuel Film. And, um, you know, he came down that next year to, to uh, Louisiana Film Prize. He sort of went back, and I swear to God, he was kind of a competitor at first. Like, he's like, how do you do it? I want to do it here. I'm going to do it. And I'm like, have fun. And, um, you know, six months later, he called me, and he's like, God, this is really hard. And I think that when we joined together, um, it was like the Wonder Twins, right? Like he was the form of an eagle and I was a form of, a, of an ice bucket. And, um, and we were able to sort of create something. And I gotta tell you, it's, 
it's, you know, it's interesting watching the film prize work in the raw, like, you know, here in Shreveport, we had built sort of like a crew here, we had built cast, we've done all these things. I didn't know a lot of the resources that existed in Memphis as much as Dave did. But watching the first couple years of film prize in Memphis, it was a very difficult endeavor, right? Mm -hmm. Like, people didn't really come around to the thinking. Again, it goes back to what I was saying before about the community. There has to be a pure community that is willing to co collaborate with one another. And that, you know, it's all of a sudden you're, you've taken a four-sided Rubik's cube and you make it eight-sided and now it's 32-sided when you start putting all the, all the functions that have to be there for a community to be right. Um, what we did in Memphis, and you know, David Merrill will testify to this, and so will a lot of people in the city most of the filmmakers is we came in and we created an indigenous film community. I'm, I'm not saying they weren't there as individuals, but one of the things the film prize does really well is it squishes everyone together. It, it makes people believe um, or understand or are, are at least sort of um, uh, buy into the fact that film is a collaborative art, right? I mean, you know, it's, there, there's a, there's a, a toast we do at, at every, every film prize, every film prize, we do it with tequila. It's our thing, right? Mm -hmm. You know, because it, if you didn't know um, this, uh, tequila does make you uh, funny and better looking to yourself. Um, and, and, and I'm telling you, you have never seen more funny and better looking people than you do at, at, at any film prize event. And, you know, we say things like we say, um, you know, I'm the prize, you are the prize, and we are the prize. That's kind of the three calls for the um, for the, uh, the, the 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 toast that we do, and and really, I, I get the chills just thinking about it right now. I mean, I really do. I I love it so much because what you're doing is 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 you're kind of putting words on what everyone should be feeling if they are connected with the film prize, right? Which is, you know, the I am the prize is that moment that you come up with your idea that you are the prize is that appreciation for you who has helped me make my vision real, right? Me, the filmmaker, right? And we are the prize is that collective spirit that, that, that really does connect everyone who does the film prize, right? I mean, you can't do this as a siloed event, right? I mean, you know, making a film you can't do as a siloed event. So any of the backbiting and any of sort of the, 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 the personal nature that you don't want to work with that person over there and you want to keep your idea in this little box in front of you doesn't work with the film prize. Did you have a, a connection to Austin also? Did I know? I don't have an Austin connection. I do a podcast with two guys from Memphis. Okay. Um, yeah. Who I just, I, I, I can't wait to like email one of them and go like, hey, that short you're making right now, you should enter this Memphis. Yeah. Like, I, I like Austin, like everybody. No, 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 no. But, but, but what I was going to say is, you know, and again, you got to keep in mind, like right now at Prize Fest, it's, it's film, music, food, fashion, startup. Yesterday was our startup symposium where we talked about diversity and, um, and uh, inclusion in the entrepreneurial ecosystem. That's what the whole thing was about. And one of the questions that came out was like, hey, we want to be just like Austin, right? And what... Uh, the, it was Howard Buffett, Warren Buffett's uh, son, actually said, he goes, well, what you have to realize is that, is that you don't want to be what Austin is now. You right. have to be able to understand what it was back when it was growing this. And, you know, I was there in 92. Oh, well, actually, I was there 86 to 90, you know. I'm, cool. I'm giving you my 86 to 90, you know. I mean, you were like, there, like. The well, I mean, it was, it was right when everything was igniting, right? Like, I remember 
though it might be a bit of a false memory. Like I lived in, I lived in a, a, a dorm called Doby. It was right across from Quacks, which is where Richard Linkletter shot Slacker. I so, swear so. that I saw him filming it. Now, whether I did or not, I, I will tell the story, right? Um, oh man. But it was a glorious time where creativity was buzzing and flying around and it was just being activated, right? And as a result, without any film credits at all, you know, Linkletter made it his home. Robert Rodriguez, you know, went there and started finding abandoned buildings to start his production offices. You know, Mike Judge moved into town. I mean, a lot, I mean, you know, uh, uh, Vince Palma lived down the street from me, the writer. I mean, you know, it was one of these places where people were almost going to hide from the industry, right? It was almost like, it was like the terra lingua. You know, it's like if you were an outlaw and you didn't want Judge Roy Bean to, to string you up, you went and hid in Austin, Texas, right? And and as a result, it sort of grew this, you know, outlaw, you know, film community, much like, you know, outlaw country with, with, with Willie Nelson, who was really playing at hippie joints in that town, right? And, and what, what I always tell people is, is you have to really sort of turn back what you want and sort of create something from the ground up. And, and it not being easy is what usually X's many people out. But the fact is, is that's how you get something that truly can grow with the strength that something like film price has grown in a place like Shreveport, right? I mean, it is strange, but people like when I do my like round table mentoring at South by Southwest, people will sit at the table, right? And they'll do everything except for pull out a map and say, okay, now, okay, now tell me about this film thing. And so Shreveport, do I take I-20 or do I go up? You know, I mean, it's, it's crazy. And I think that that's, that's where something has to start if it's going to be grown the correct way and, and you have the, 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 the metal, E-T-T-L-E, to, 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 to get it done, you know? Last thing, people can still vote, right? How do they do it? Yes, so um, absolutely. So uh, everyone needs to go to prizefest.com. Um, the 20 films are playing all the way through October 11th. You see the 20 films at your leisure. Um, is, as we've told people uh, over and over again this year, Film Prize 2020 clothing optional. Um, and uh, you can see the films, you then cast your vote. And then on Monday, I'm sorry, Tuesday, October 13th, we'll be broadcasting the $25,000 winner. But right now it's about seeing the films and being a part of something super special. Tequila toasty from here. <laughs> that was Gregory Kallenberg of the Louisiana Film Prize and me, Tim Malloy of moviemaker.com doing imaginary shots. Uh, to clarify, I did quit drinking for real eight years ago, but I've been doing lots of fake drinking over Zoom. Um, best of both worlds, no hangovers, I feel great. If you wanna support the film prize, if you wanna vote in the film prize, or best of all, if you wanna enter the film prize for next year, go to prizefest.com. You've got plenty of time to get your entry together. Also, if you're still listening to this, I assume you've liked some part of it, hopefully. Uh, please subscribe if you'd like to give us five stars through Apple, that would be great. And most of all, I'd love for you to visit me over at moviemaker.com. We're putting up stories every day. I do a newsletter every morning that's full of all of the weirdness going on in the movie sphere. We want to tell you how your favorite movies are made. More importantly, we want to tell you how to make a movie that you will love. So, hope you'll come see us. I hope you have a great week of watching movies. But I'd rather you have a great week of making movies. Thank you for listening and see you really soon.